0: up everybody welcome back to another episode of let's talk sports now we got a full house with us today so obviously got me your host and then i got dom john david and brian that's a mouthful there so we're gonna go ahead and talk about some fun things i got a couple new um segments here for you we're gonna bring back crazy insane or on points and then uh so we're gonna go ahead and start with our weekly rundown here uh just real quick I don't know if you guys are in the basketball sphere here, but um, Mack McClug, he was kind of one of those guys that was coming out of high school that was um, pretty heavily recruited. Everybody thought he was going to be somebody that might make it in the NBA and be pretty big. Um, kind of fell off in college, um, but he's made his way through the G League, kind of done things, and now um, he signed a one-year deal with the Warriors. So for you guys at home, just let us know what you think about his journey, what you think his ceiling is going to be. And um, I know the Lakers had him on their... Um, G League squad for a year. Do you think they should regret letting him go and not signing to the team? So let us know down below in the comments. But to move on to our first segment here, it's gonna be crazy insane or on point. So it's just a quick like response from the guys. We're gonna go around. I'm gonna say some things and um they're gonna they're gonna let me know if it's crazy insane or on point. So uh for the first one we got going on, guys. So recently the Boston Red Sox have given up a total of 59 points in the last four games and in one of them, they lost twenty-eight to five. So crazy, insane, or on
1: point. Well, it kind of pains me that you referred to runs in a baseball game as points. But either way, whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, obviously it's it's crazy. Uh, they obviously had that twenty-eight to five loss to the Blue Jays. They're they're a good team that's going through a rough patch. I think they'll be fine, but it it still is crazy. A little bit of a rough patch, but I I do think it is crazy that they've uh, kind of given up that many runs. Probably gonna be uh, eyeballing some pitchers at the trade deadline.
0: All right, here I'll fix it for you, Dom. I'm sorry. Runs. My, Thank you, uh, John. What do you think about this crazy and insane around point? Well, uh, what's the difference between
2: crazy and insane? They sound like the same thing to me.
0: Well, the crazy's just like ah, that was just kind of crazy. Insane's like yo, that was you know effing insane. Uh, yeah, I
2: guess I gotta go with insane for them because they're probably they're one they're, they're the t- right the toughest division in major league. So. It's insane for them because they just cannot lose that badly considering the division that they're in and how competitive it is. So that's my take on
0: it. Yeah. All right, well, Brian, since everyone has had uh, something wrong with my uh, segment here so far, what do you got wrong with the segment? And then uh, what do you think about (laughs) this? Crazy, insane, or on point?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I got one more complaint. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) When you were explaining the definitions to John, you used the words in the definition. when when John was like oh what's it between crazy or insane you're like oh you know wow that's crazy or wow yo that's insane well no I was giving
0: like a like a reaction like oh that's just kind of crazy you know what I mean or it's like you know without saying the word it's like effing insane like that's That's just wow out of this world. You know what I mean? Like those kinds, like it's different. It's different. I don't know. I see I think they're the same word almost. What would you say? say? Why are we going over this right now? Why didn't you like reach out to me before? I don't know. (laughs) I
2: just noticed it now.
0: Oh my god. All right. Well what word would you like to use? I'll change it.
2: That's a good question.
0: We'll get
1: back to you on that. We'll, we'll take a vote later. Oh, my
0: God. Why don't you guys let me know in the comments, what what do you think about it? I don't know. I
3: I, I think it's different. Anyway, Brian, what do you think about this? I'm going to try to keep the peace, so I got no complaints. <laughs> Thank you. Jeez. Um, I'm going to say crazy. It's not quite at that insane level, but that is a crap ton of runs. Yeah. All righty. Let's go ahead and move on to the second one here. Uh, David, we'll let you go first on this one. So,
0: recently a stat has come out saying that no active NBA player has ever faced the Sacramento Kings in the playoffs. What do you think about that?
4: I think that is kind of on point be considering that uh, the Sacramento Kings haven't really been in the playoffs since, what, the early 2000s? Mm-hmm. So... That's not too terribly understandable.
1: Yeah. All right, Dom, what do you got on this one? I mean, I, it's kind of crazy but sad also. You know, I think the last time they made the playoffs was, what, 2001 when they made the Western Conference Finals with Chris Weber. Yeah. Um, considering that LeBron's – he was a rookie in 2003 and he's one of the oldest players in the league. Yeah, it, it makes sense that no active player has played them in the playoffs. So yeah. – kind of crazy kind of sad yeah
0: uh john what do you uh what do you think crazy insane or on point uh, cr- uh i'd
2: say it's just sad that they're that bad that they've been that bad
0: well dang let's go ahead and add sad to it what do you think bad, crazy, <laughs> insane,
1: <or on> point? <laughs> can i add words yeah I, you know what fine right, we'll just yeah, yeah. good crazy insane sad or on point there you'll be it. Just add says. Hey That's Nick, sad. can we use can we use Fubar? Fubar. My hey, Fubar. What is that?
2: <laughs> I can't I can't say it on the podcast because it has a bad word in it. It's from oh, a Saving Private Ryan quote. You should probably know. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're going off the rails here. Oh my god.
3: <laughs> That's thing we were ever on the rails.
0: All so. right, Brian. <laughs> what? what? I don't even know anymore. I'm just
3: going to say on point because, I mean, it's basically the same thing as saying, oh, no active player has played against the Jets in the playoffs. You know, it's been a long time since they made it, so I get it.
0: Yeah. That's things, a good point. So that's what you get. All right, third one for this uh, for this segment here, a video service of Nick Chubb squatting 610 pounds. So I'm not even going to add the sad one into that, but crazy, insane, or on point? Insane.
4: I like mean, it's, ridiculously awesome.
1: Yeah, but, it seems like every year he puts out a, a squatting video where he just was a like last year he squatted like five hundred pounds, did like one rep at like five hundred. And, and this, this year he did he did like two reps at six hundred. Yeah. yeah, like two. I saw the video. And, yeah, that's. I think he's one of the best running backs in the league. And sometimes I feel like he gets kind of Mm underappreciated because he doesn't really put himself in the, in the spotlight. He's just kind of quiet, shows up, does his job.
4: Mm -hmm. And he just puts in the
1: work all the time. Yeah. But I mean, Derrick Henry does the same
0: thing. You know what I mean? Everybody views him as, so, I mean, like, I don't know. I I think. Yeah.
1: Well his his stats are, are, I think skewed because he's rushing the ball 300 times a year.
0: Yeah. I mean, but his yards per carry though are, are good. It's not like it's not like he's rushing three hundred times a year and his yards per carry are like three point five. Like he's
1: well no, I'm, I'm not denying that, but I mean any time you rush for hundred and fifty times more than Nick Chubb you're bound yeah. to get more yards. Uh
0: Brian, what do you um what do you think? Crazy insane or on point?
3: Uh on point just because I love Nick Chubb. I don't expect anything less of him. He's a he's an amazing person. We love you Nick
0: Well, everybody is pretty much either insane or on point on that one. So we'll go ahead and move on to the next one here. So I saw a video of the University of Kentucky quarterback Will Levis, where he showed everyone that he puts mayonnaise in his coffee. I think this is
1: insane.
0: (laughs) What do you guys think?
1: No, insane doesn't describe it. We're (laughs) adding a new one. That's just disgusting. Disgusting. Okay. There's nothing else that needs to be said. That's an abomination. No, he. That
0: no. All right, Mm-mm. new word, disgusting. All right, uh, David, what's what's your word for this?
4: Uh, out of pocket because it's like out of pocket. Okay,
1: is that real? Does he actually do that, or was that just like a hey? I'm gonna try to get a bunch of clicks on social media. Let me put mayo in my coffee. He
0: literally he does it, and I watched him drink it, and he was like, didn't bother him at all. I don't because if you, cause if you no. didn't like it and you were just doing it for like social media you'd be like mm, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean be some
4: kind of reaction to
0: it he literally was <laughs> like oh this is amazing and I was like I don't I, uh. yeah, I, 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 I
2: think I think it's amazing that people can actually drink coffee because I can't stand it let alone put mayonnaise in it
1: I wouldn't trust him I don't trust anyone that puts mayonnaise in with their coffee <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, Brian,
0: that,
4: what do you that man do you is mean? a psychopath. And
3: yeah, he—he probably should be looked at. I don't know, uh, Brian. What do you got? <laughs> uh, I'm seconding disgusting. I just want him okay. to know I am totally judging him right now. Yes, yeah, we'll Everybody,
0: everybody's
1: judging him. I, and you know what? He should know that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, for the last one on this, um, have you guys seen? I'm sure you guys have seen the new Super Bowl rings that the uh, Rams handed out to all their players this past week you know, the top comes off. There's like, I think that it comes off twice. Like one comes off, there's the field and then another one comes off and there's a giant diamond in the middle or something. So what do you guys think about this? Is it, well, we got out of the words into it. Is it sad, crazy, insane, on point, disgusting, or out of pocket?
1: Dom? I haven't seen it, but from your description, it sounds pretty awesome.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I'm it's, looking at it right now. It, it, it's, it's freaking amazing.
1: Yeah. It's, it's like, pretty cool. Why? Why do you need a ring that opens up like that? I, why not? Why not? I mean, yeah, I get why. Like, what's, what's the point? Why not?
2: <laughs> look, 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 If If I was on an NFL team, like, the uh, Browns, somebody who's never won it before. I'd want everything in the world on my Super Bowl ring because that's probably the only time I will win the Super Bowl.
0: And it's and it's L.A., man. I mean, what what else do you expect? I don't understand. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know. Plus, I mean, it's they probably could write it off on their taxes somehow. So it's like, <laughs> a expense. I mean, think yeah, about, like, I mean, you, spent, you spend like twenty million dollars on freaking Super Bowl rings, tax write off, boom. <laughs> uh brian what do you think about this
3: crazy insane or on point i won't say crazy and i kind of want i kind of want them to continue like every year make it even crazier One and crazy. Up, yeah i just want to see how far they go all
0: righty well that ends this segment i know we added a bunch of new words right. so that ends uh sad crazy insane on point disgusting or out of pocket so uh maybe maybe we'll add five more words next week i don't know
1: (laughs) or or this segment pained you so much you just cancel it yeah
0: i thought it was a cool idea maybe we'll (laughs) rephrase some of the words I, i don't know
4: hey i agree it's a it's amazing concept I think it's cool it's just we're working out the kinks in it so
2: yeah i I like it too i just i when you say crazy and insane they're like the same word so
0: i don't know i i view them as differently but i could see why it would be confusing so we'll go ahead and change it up but Let's go ahead and uh, (laughs) move on to the main topic here instead of roasting me on my uh, word choices here. So for the first main topic, we're going to have David, Brian, and John in on this one. So the new Madding ratings came out over this past week. I guess, you know, first, guys, let's go over how accurate we really think they are. um, And then second, go over, you know, what your like, what the heck ratings were like your your goods and your bads of it. Um, We'll go ahead and let
3: Brian start on this one. I mean, how accurate they are. I, I think we all know eh, they're, 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 they they're they vary a lot. A whole crap ton a lot. Um, Some of the ones that stood out to me, uh, Justin Jefferson only getting a 93. He should be higher than that. Christian McCaffrey getting a 96. I mean, the guy can't stay healthy. He should be a lot lower than that. I agree. And somehow, some way, Super Bowl winner Matt Stafford getting 85. What the heck?
1: Yeah, that's ah. – It really makes you question the sobriety of the people that come out with these rankings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was one of mine too. Um, John, what do you got on this? Well, I'm
2: looking at the team ratings right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Like the Bengals are an eighty-five overall. They're not even I don't think they're in the, in the top ten, if I'm counting this right. And they went to the Super Bowl last year and lost by three points. So I think that's just bizarre. I also find it a little bit of a stretch that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are first with a ninety-two overall
0: rating. Like I, I don't know. Oh, absolutely. And so they're 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 a pretty good solid squad. Like I think,
2: they but are they number one?
0: I I don't know. I mean, the other thing too is I think that they they rated some people weird. Like Leonard Fournette's like an eighty-seven overall, and like Leonard Fournette's all right, but
2: he like
0: he's, he's putting on a lot of weight too. I I don't think that was really true. I mean, he probably he probably was a little overweight coming into camp, but I don't think he was like as fat as everybody thought. Oh, he
2: was. here's an here's another issue I have. A, a, the pay, the Patriots are an 81, and I I just I don't know. I just like the um the I mean the Bengals I have I have a problem with. I think they're way too low. I think the Buccaneers are too high, not way too high. I think they belong in the top five, but I don't think they're number one. Um. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I mean, I, I, just, um, I'm looking at them now. I think Dallas is too high at 86. I don't, I don't know what these guys are thinking, but
0: All right. Uh, David, what do you got on this one?
4: I think that by and large part, there's definitely a lot of confusing ones. Um, uh, but I think that at least in the higher up ones, it's mostly fair. For the most part, like I'll give them Aaron Rodgers, Tyree Kill, uh, and some of the 99s as well, like Aaron Donald, Devontae Adams, and Miles Garrett. But the one thing that confuses me is Dak Prescott. Yeah. It's like I get that the guy is very, very talented, but is he 89 talented?
0: Yeah, like – Better than Matthew Stafford at an 85. Like, I
4: don't exactly.
0: Yeah, I don't. Or know. like Deshaun Watson's an 86. I think he's an 85. But so so that one I'm okay with because we haven't seen him play. You know what I mean? Like I think I think if once he gets on the field, you see him play, you see him put together six games, and I think his rating will go up. You know what I mean? As long as he plays yeah. the he used to, but I. I, I okay think, okay I think, I think that's a little fair you know what i mean because it'd be different if like we were seeing him play this whole time he was still playing great but, yeah like, i just we haven't we haven't seen him play since everything started happening so I well, think-
2: well, what about colin Kaepernick why is he not 85 he hasn't played in a while yeah i don't know is he even in the game he i mean he's uh, i i don't know if he's in the game but let's say colin
0: Kaepernick's in the game and he's like an 85 or an 86. I don't know. You, you know what I mean? Like, I just... I don't, I don't even think he's in the game because I didn't see him on the quarterback list, but... Yeah. I mean, okay, maybe he's not. But um... but you get my point, though? Like, no, if... I completely agree, so...
2: Yeah, so I'll have to look that up, see if Colin Kaepernick's in the game. Yeah, I, I know he that. was working out for teams. He might be, like, a free agent somewhere in the game, but I don't you
0: know, know. I went all the way down until the 70s ended, and I didn't see him. Maybe I missed him, so he might be, like... I mean, they might throw him in there, like sixty something overall or something like that. But, um, but for David, did you get through all your stuff? I didn't want to interrupt you or anything. But to get mine.
4: No, no, no. You're fine on that one. I that was the main thing that I wanted to cover was Dak Prescott.
0: So I um I have a lot on this just because I I don't know I, I really I really like the game. I really like breaking it down. Um, you know I. I think that some of the big wins were that there are 50 offensive linemen that are an 80 or better overall. I think it's amazing for the game. I think a lot of the times the offensive linemen kind of get – they don't give enough credit for what they do. Um, I think that's going to be good for the game in general. I love all the 99s that they have. Obviously, Aaron Donald, Miles Garrett, Devontae Adams, and Trent Williams. I think they deserve it. Um, When you go into the biggest like losses that I see from these ratings, I think that – I think when you go into the game – if you're going to give people 99s, it needs to be people who are, like, game changers. You know what I mean? And I think that they don't have enough 99 overall players. I think Jalen Ramsey is a game changer. I think Derrick Henry is a game changer. I think Cooper Cup, Tyreek Kill, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, DeAndre Hopkins. You know, I think Tom Brady is still a game changer. Aaron Rodgers is definitely a game changer, and Patrick Mahomes is a game changer. So I think those guys should have been considered for 99s, um, if not probably have them at this point. I just think it's kind of ridiculous that they're like, they they think they can only come out with four at the beginning of this season. I just, I don't understand that. The other one is TJ Watt. I think should be a 99. I think he's a 97. Um, I kind of went back and compared his stats to miles Garrett and Aaron Donald since 2017. And when you look at TJ Watt, he has a total of 294 tackles, 80 tackles for loss, 72 sacks, 22 forced fumbles and four interceptions. When you compare that to somebody because Aaron Donald is more of an interior guy, but when you compare that to somebody like Miles Garrett, who's an edge rusher like him, so compared to the tackles, T.J. Watt's 294. Miles Garrett only has 203. 80 tackles for loss for T.J. Watt. Miles Garrett only has 59. The 72 sacks for T.J. Watt. Miles Garrett only has 58 and a half. Um, the 22 forced fumbles. Miles Garrett only has 11 forced fumbles, and he has zero interceptions. T.J. Watt's four interceptions. So I think it's a yeah, little bit. T.J. Watt's bit, had a lot more help on that defensive line. It doesn't it doesn't matter. It's about production. So if you're telling me if you're telling me that, that Miles Garrett is that much better of a player,
1: like at the eye test, I don't think that they're even I mean well, the difference, I feel like the difference between a ninety seven and a ninety nine. I, th- I feel like we're just really splitting hairs at that point. It's not but it's not, I, mean, I think on, it's,
0: but it's not it's not about splitting hairs. It's about it's about looking at the performance and the play and especially looking at the stats and being like I I don't. I just don't understand how you give him a 99 and you don't give T.J. Watt a 99. I think that's just a little bit disrespectful in my eyes. Uh, yeah, Especially I agree.
2: With, uh, I, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. I, I I kind of I don't like the Steelers, but I do agree with Nick. Uh, the guy was what defensive player of the year last year. You don't give him a ninety-nine, but he give Miles Garrett a ninety-nine. I just yeah, yeah that, I'm a little confused about that myself.
0: Um, the other thing, the other things that I had were I didn't like the fact that Amari Cooper was a ninety overall. I think that's kind of ridiculous. Um, I do think that he's a decent wide receiver, but at a 90 overall, you put him above guys like DK Metcalf at an 89, Debo Samuel at an 89, and Jamar Chase at an 87. And I just think that – I don't know. I just didn't like that. I agree with um, Brian – we'll come back to you, Dom. I agree with Brian on uh, Christian McCaffrey. I think he shouldn't be the second-rated running back. In the room, I think that he doesn't play, so I just don't see how you can give him a ninety-seven. I think Nick Chubb should be above him. I just think there's other guys that have, have been consistent, have produced. Um, they should be sitting there. I just don't think that that's right. Um, the other thing that I'll say with the quarterbacks, Derek Carr is too low at an eighty three, Matthew Stafford's too low at eighty five, Dak Prescott 89, really. And Josh Allen is too low at a 92. I think he should be like a 95, 96. Um, The other thing is I want to go back to the Steelers and hit on two guys. I think that Najee Harris only being an 85 is kind of ridiculous, especially when you look at he's under Cordell Patterson, Saquon Barkley, Kareem Hunt, Leonard Fournette, and Kyle Youchef, who's a freaking 87. So I just I don't understand that, especially with what he was able to do and be one of the top five running backs in the league right there. Um last year when we talked about stats um but behind that offensive line. I think that's just outrageous. And then I don't understand why Mika Fitzpatrick's only an 89 and why Micah Hyde and Jamal Adams are only um ninety-one and ninety overall. Those guys should both all three of those guys should be like maybe three or four higher, at least closer to that ninety-five. Range with how with their production and how good they've been. So that's kind of my breakdown on it. Uh, Dom, I know you wanted to say something.
1: No, oh, yeah, I, I think that Jamar Chase not even being a ninety overall that should be a crime. No, I, I don't. I don't Yeah, like I, I agree with you. That that's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, like if yeah.
0: if you're gonna put Amari Cooper at a ninety, cool, awesome. Well, then DK right. needs to be a ninety-one. Um, Jamar Chase needs to be a ninety, and like. I don't like I said, and then uh who else was on there? Oh, Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel should be like a ninety one, ninety two as well, too. With what with, with what he's able he's not to higher. Handle. Yeah. I just he, he should be he should be like a 92 wide receiver and then like an 85 running back. You know what I mean? Like I think that's where yeah. that's where he's at. So I just I don't know. The I just don't understand what they do. I know that so I know that in like when a player has a big year, they don't like to just boost their stats up. They want to see it again. And I understand that, but I mean, come on, like. Some of this stuff. Is- yeah,
1: the, the dude had one of the, he had what, the greatest or one of the greatest rookie wide receiver seasons ever. Yeah. And you give him an 86 the next year. I don't know. I just think it's stupid.
0: I don't know. A lot of these things don't make very much sense. But like I said, there should be a lot more 99s than what there are. There are a lot of guys who are game changers. And I just, I don't know. Um,
4: but yeah, maybe I mean, we'll- Don't get me wrong. As much as I love playing the game, uh, especially with like friends and all, um, none of this makes sense at the moment. Outside of maybe a handful of stuff,
0: and I don't, I don't know if they need to, because I know that they have like ex, ex NFL dudes that that rate some of these guys sometimes. I don't know if they need to get some different people in there who can be a little bit more um, unbiased about it or subjective about it, or I don't know what it is, but they need to change the way that they do it. So. Um, but I don't want to stick on this one too long. So we're going to move on to the next topic here. We're going to talk about the 49ers and allowing Jimmy G and his uh, agent to start looking for trades. First, I just want to kind of get your guys' opinion. Um, Is this a mistake? And then second, who should want him and where would he fit best? So on this one, we got David, Brian, and Dom. We'll kind of go in that order. David, what do you think?
4: Honestly, I don't think it's a, a mistake. Mainly because the guys, well, he has done very well for himself when healthy. But that is when he is healthy. Like injury prone all the time. He's, and we discussed this all the time last season on Two Minute Drill. Like that was almost a reoccurring topic at one point. And so... If he does go, uh, I really don't know where to put him because Seattle doesn't need. Well, while they do need a quarterback, don't get me wrong. They're not going to take him because he's again injury prone, and they're going to need a quarter. They want a quarterback of the future, not someone who, not someone who is p- probably past his prime, or. He's on the exiting stages of his prime. So I don't know where to him. He's <laughs> essentially my point.
3: Yeah. All right, Brian, uh, what do you think about this one? Um, I don't think it's the mistake either for Jimmy G or the 49ers. I mean, it's been pretty obvious they've been trying to plan on getting rid of him for a while. So, I mean, for his career, I think it's a good idea just to, you know, get a trade worked out with somebody, move on. And then for the 49ers, I think it's a good idea for them to fully commit to Trey Lance. I mean, the two teams that stand out to me, the one that's least likely, but the one that really needs a quarterback is Seattle, but, you know, interdivisional trades aren't something that happen a lot. The other one I could see happening would be the Giants just because, I mean, I think they've been ready to move off Daniel Jones for a couple years now, so I wouldn't be – crazy surprise if they tried to trade for him but that's just my opinion
0: yeah and i mean daniel jones already has his next career lined up i don't know if you guys heard but he signed a (laughs) a three-year deal with the professional cornhole league so um when this whole football thing doesn't work out for him he's got that in the bag
1: (laughs) at the end of the season (laughs) or or at the end of preseason anyway um what do you got on this one I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of torn thinking if it's a mistake for the 49ers or not, because obviously we, we all know that they're planning on having Trey Lance as the quarterback in the future. I just don't know how NFL ready he is. Like I get, he sat out last year for the most part. I know he played a couple of snaps, but going into the draft, we all knew that he was a developmental quarterback and it was going to take a while for him to be ready to play in the NFL where Jimmy G He's shown that he's not really a game changer. He's not going to, you know, you know, really give you a lot of, you know, to look at when it comes to, like, you know, throwing for 500 yards or rushing for a bunch of touchdowns and stuff. Um, but he manages the game well. He doesn't make too many mistakes, and he knows how to win. But the injuries are a big concern. Um, so I don't think any team is – really going to make a move for him until they know how he comes back from his injury because he had shoulder surgery after the season so he's still recovering so I don't think any team is going to really make a move for him until we actually see him on the field and actually can see that he can throw a football again um, so <laughs> I I think they'll trade him eventually I just don't think they'll really get a lot for him um, but if I'm a team like the uh, I, I really wasn't thinking about the Giants until Brian brought it up, but I think the Giants make a lot of sense. I also think maybe the Falcons make a lot of sense too. Um, I don't think Marcus Mariota is really their quarterback in the future, and I don't think Desmond Ritter is ready. Um, so I think it's best for him to, to sit for a year, maybe, maybe even have Desmond Ritter as your, as your third-string quarterback to really make sure that he doesn't get any playing time this year. Have Marcus Mariota as your number two, and then hopefully if Jimmy G's healthy, he can come in and be your – Bridge quarterback for the year. But to me, that would make the most sense. And I think he'd be able to get the best out of Kyle Pitts instead of Marcus Mariota. Yeah, I agree. I don't,
0: I agree with you, Dom. I don't know if it was a mistake yet. I think we have to wait to see what Trey Lance looks like. You know what I mean? I think that team is good enough to make a playoff run. It just depends on what Trey Lance does with it. Right. Um, Second, for the second thing, his best fits, I do think the Giants would be a decent spot. I just don't know how that locker room would react to that. Um, And I just – I know Daniel Jones hasn't turned out to what we thought he was, but I also don't think he's gotten the fairest of chance, right? Like, he's on his, what, fourth different head coach at this point. He really hasn't had the best team around him. So, like, I don't know. I I feel bad for him, but at the same time, at some point, you got to be like, all right, we got to move on. Um, I think, like (sighs) – I don't know. I would have liked the Steelers to have waited for him to get healthy and see if they wanted him before signing Mitchell Trubisky or drafting Kenny Pickett. I still think that that's a potential destination if they don't like what they see in, you know, in the off season. I think another one that <laughs> would make kind of sense would be Carolina. I know they just brought in Baker Mayfield, but why not? I mean, Jimmy G would be an upgrade over both of those guys. Um, And clearly, both of those guys aren't really their future unless Baker Mayfield comes out and just balls out, which is a possibility. But I don't know. I think I think he would fit better with that team, and I think he'd be a better option. So, I mean, they've already. I just
1: don't think financially that would work because they're still paying Teddy Bridgewater. (laughs) There's they're they're paying um, Sam Darnold eighteen million dollars. They had to somehow talk the Browns into paying half of his, or more than half. they're contract. only
0: they're only paying Baker like five million dollars.
1: So like Yeah, but how much are they still paying Teddy Bridgewater? And they're they already have nineteen million dollars tied up in Sam Darnold. Yeah, I they're don't not know, gonna know how much they're, they're paying not Teddy pay,
0: Bridgewater. That's a good question.
1: I, mean, I think they're gonna was, pay um Jimmy Garoppolo twenty million dollars and then Sam Darnold nineteen.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean Maybe. twenty,
1: nineteen that's
0: forty plus another five, that's forty five, If they're still paying Bridgewater like eight. That's right
1: around what a Franchise quarterbacks making anyway. Well, yeah, but that, that that's one franchise dude, not not two scrubs and a guy that maybe can I don't know. Be a that's the only
0: that's the only thing I was thinking is like I just don't I didn't understand why Carolina pulled the trigger on Baker Mayfield when they did when they could have waited a little bit because I don't think that there was anybody that was really knocking on the door for Baker Mayfield at that point. It was just Carolina and Carolina was just like, listen, nobody's offered you anything else, so here's this. Well,
1: I think they made the move for Baker one because he's clearly healthier than jimmy garoppolo and i think his upside is a little bit more like we already know what jimmy g is he's not going to change but we've seen baker play well look at how we played in 2020 and look at how we played his rookie year so i I feel like baker's ceiling is higher than jimmy garoppolo and they they're more certain on his health status than jimmy garoppolo like i said we haven't seen jimmy never showed up for any offseason workouts he never uh, they haven't started a training camp yet. He's still recovering from shoulder surgery. So no, it was a more certain move.
3: Well, I mean, and they got just a really good deal for Baker. So I mean uh, well, like, the Browns pretty much gave him away. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Like I said, I don't I don't really know where he's gonna end up. I just don't I don't see a team like the Falcons or Seattle trading for him because they're tanking for the quarterbacks in this next draft. And the Giants would be a destination, but again, you gotta think about that locker room. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. This will probably be something that we talk about on this podcast, whether it's the show or two minute drill going forward. You know, once it happens, or you know, over the next couple of weeks. So, uh, moving into our final main topic here, we got the same three guys on this one. So we've already kind of talked about how disrespected Derek Carr has been in the Matting ratings and stuff like that, and just the Raiders in general. But Derek Carr has recently come out and said that he believes the Raiders have not been given enough respect or credit for how good they actually are. Um, so first, you know, is he right? And then second, if he is right, why do you think, you know, we as fans or even people that, you know, um, report on the game feel this way about them? Uh, we'll go ahead and go Dom, Brian, David. On.
1: I mean, I think he has a little bit of a point. I do think that they're a really good team that maybe gets underrated a little bit. But what have they done to really deserve more respect than they're already getting? They did. They. I think they. Yeah, they made the playoffs last year. They lost in the first game. What else have they done to really be considered, you know, one of the better teams in the league? So it's good to have, you know, Derek Carr is a really good quarterback. It's good to have Devonta Adams and Darren Waller. Their defense still isn't that great outside of Max Crosby. And I've, I've, you have to earn the respect that you're given until they start winning. Yeah. They're just a good team on paper that is playing in Las Vegas. So do you
0: do you think maybe the I don't want to call it disrespect, but like, I guess the underrated part of it is just is just for Derek Carr, not the Raiders as a whole. You
1: know what I mean? Like- I think it's a, I think it's a little bit of both because I feel like most people write off Derek Carr is not a guy that can be a franchise quarterback. And I think he proved that last year. Um, but I do think most of the I guess, quote unquote, disrespect comes to the organization in general. And I I don't even feel like it's a lot of disrespect. I think it's a lot of people saying, okay, you have a good team on paper. Now go out and prove it. Once you prove it, then you'll get the respect that you think you guys deserve.
0: Yeah. Uh, Brian, what do you think about this one?
3: I mean, I think uh, Derek Carr is a really underrated quarterback, but I think the Raiders are an underperforming team. I mean, just looking at the records from 2016 to now, I mean – 2016, they went 12 and 4, which you know that's a really good record. But after that, they went 6 and 10, 4 and 12, 7 and 9, 8 and 8, and then they got back on, you know, being decent with 10 and 7 last year. So I mean, I mean, on paper, they should be good, but they just always seem to underperform and kind of just fall in that meh care category.
1: Right. And how much do you put on? How much of that do you put on Derek Carr, and how much of that is the team around him? You, you can't yeah. really. Differentiate the two because the team goes as your quarterback goes. Yeah, and I mean
0: to be—I don't know—that's a good question, uh David. What do you think on this one?
4: Say, like, disagree with the other guys. I'd have to actually agree on this one. They're definitely underperforming for the team that they have, and you can definitely like make an argument for like the players on the field and like the coaching staff, but at the same time. You have to put some blame on the ownership as well at some at some point because we all know that morale and culture doesn't necessarily start from the bottom. It starts from the top and how they react and how they do stuff. And I got to give them a lot of credit for doing pretty decent last year, all things considering that they pretty much lost Henry Ruggs. They lost John Gruden. They lost like so many people that they had drafted the year before, and they still made it to the playoffs, even though they lost in the first round. So I don't want to put as much criticism on the players as much as I do want to put the criticism on the fronts, on the front office staff, because they're the ones that are really going to be the ones that set everything straight.
0: Yeah. I mean, this, this year will be a big year for him. I think he actually has a, a real number one wide receiver um, and we'll kind of see what that looks like. Cause I don't really think he's had one, you know, in a while, or at least for the majority of his career. I know Henry Ruggs was considered a number one wide receiver, but he just ran straight and fast. So I don't really know if you want to put that in the same caliber, you know, caliber as Devonte Adams. Um, but we're going to move on into our last segment here. going to be what do you think about that so just a few things I put in here for the first one you know we're going to go back to a little bit of a home topic here so former Ohio State quarterback JT Barrett has signed with the Detroit Lions not as a player but as an offensive assistant assistant Um, so if you guys want to answer this you know what do you think about that I'll leave it open
1: I think it's a fantastic move for the Lions Um, and JT Barrett's always been known more as a leader and a locker room presence than you know talent as a quarterback Um, even though he was a really good quarterback at Ohio State his NFL career never took off but he was always known as a high character guy that's he's going to be a great presence in that locker room and I think he'll be able to really mentor some of the young players and who knows maybe even help Jared Goff um, with you know analyzing defenses help him get his head straight I think it's a fantastic move.
0: Yeah, he's super smart and a great leader. So um, anybody else have anything on this one?
4: I think that's just a fantastic move for JT Barrett. Um, like Dom said, his career didn't exactly play out the way he wanted it to. Um, but considering that he's still in the NFL, but more in, in as a coach, more or less, well, not more or less, he is a coach. Um but yeah, I think it's a fantastic move for him.
1: Yeah, I, I've I've always seen him more as a coach, and I always thought that that's kind of where his career would take him. And it's good to see that he's starting out his coaching career pretty early. He's what twenty, late twenties, early thirties. Yeah. So he's he's got a lot of, a lot of time left in his career. So I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, for sure. Um. Well, we'll go ahead
0: and move into the second one. So recently, Miami Heat big man Bam Adebayo said that you know. He, he should have won defensive player of the year for the past two years and that he should definitely win it this year as well. So, you know, what do you guys think about that comment?
1: Stop complaining. Why Why are you worrying about what you should have won two years ago and what you should have won last year? Focus on the upcoming season and actually playing basketball. And if you think that you should have won defensive player of the year, go out and win defensive player of the year this year. Yeah. Why worry about two years ago?
4: I think he set himself up for almost failure because he he set too much pressure on himself because now he said this, he made these comments. Now it's up to him to actually go out and prove it.
1: Well, he, he put a target on his back too. Mm-hmm.
4: I think that's the point I was trying to make, but yeah.
0: All right. Anybody yeah. else got anything on this one? Nope. All right, we'll go ahead and move into our last one. This is like a little bit more of a funny one, but so I don't know if you guys know who Austin Reeves is, but he plays for the Lakers. Um, you know, last year he was given names like AR-15 or the Hillbilly Kobe, um, but he wanted new nicknames. So he went to social media for some new nicknames and some of the ones that people put out there were Cream Abdul-Jabbar, General Reeves, LeBron James, and the Slim Reaver. So what do you guys think about these nicknames and then do you have one for him?
4: First of all, wasn't there... Don, didn't you point out a TikTok guy that was a LeBarn James a while back?
1: Yeah, it's an actual dude that lives on a farm, made a basketball hoop, and just does trick shots. Yeah, he made like a whole basketball
0: thing on his like on his barn. <laughs> In his barn. So I feel like that one might be uh, copyrighted
1: already. I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, any, anytime you, you ask social media for any sort of naming of something you're just setting yourself up for failure because oh, it it's going be, to be a disaster these were the same um, ones i left some off the list yeah um i don't know i i feel like nicknames like you, you can't like force a nickname i feel like it just comes about naturally so
2: hey. yeah i would agree
1: i don't
3: know when you uh, ask social media for nicknames, great things happen. I mean, I don't know if anybody <laughs> remembers the great or years terrible ago. things happen. I mean, does anybody remember Bodie McBoatface from a couple years ago? Yeah. Yes. No. Exactly. <laughs> that, was my, that was my favorite story of 2018. Bodie exactly. McBoatface. <laughs> so,
1: John, a couple years ago, um, the British government asked the people to name a new like battleship that they built. Oh. <laughs> up to a, a public poll and whatever won that poll is what they were going to name the boat and the name boaty mcboatface won
2: <laughs> that's, that's not that's like an embarrass- it's is a battleship yeah. Like that's a, like that's like disrespectful to your entire
1: military or navy. No, I think I think it's fantastic. Imagine,
0: imagine being signed. You're like, all right, now you're assigned to a battleship, Bodie McBoatface,
1: yeah. HMS Bodie McBoatface.
2: It sounds, it's, it's, it sounds like something that SpongeBob would be assigned to if he was in the military.
1: <laughs> well, it is the British
0: military, anyway. Uh, <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's go ahead and move into our last segment here. We're going to move into our double take segment. Um, we'll go ahead and just do one thing since there is so many of us. I don't I don't I think we've already kind of gone too long because you guys like to talk too much. But um, let's go ahead and go around and do one thing. We'll go ahead and start with Dom and then uh, we'll go John, uh, David and then myself. So, Dom, what do you got for your one thing?
1: Um, we recently watched a new uh, show on Netflix called Snowflake Mountain. I don't know if you guys are, like, into reality TV and all that. It's hilarious. Love it. It's just, I don't know. If you haven't checked it out, it's um, pretty much these, you know, entitled kids that haven't really done anything. They think they're, you know, going on a Netflix show, going to be staying at, like, some five-star resort and living, like, this, you know, luxurious vacation. And they're dropped off in the middle of the woods, and they're forced to camp. And it's just amazing. I'll have to give that a watch. Though. It's <laughs> <That's> funny.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, I think John was next. What do you got for your One thing. Uh, I just,
1: it
2: sounds kind of boring. I just been doing a lot of writing. I, I'm writing a book. So that's kind of been new with me. That, that's all I got.
0: First ever book presented by Deep Dive Sports. Maybe we'll get that in the works.
2: Yeah, maybe. Yeah.
0: You can start a show where you read your book podcast you can do it presented by deep dive sports
2: okay yeah maybe and i don't
0: reads
4: his book <laughs>
2: yeah. it's it. a good <laughs> idea
4: yeah
0: uh david what do you no, got for no. one thing
4: um so i've got another uh strong's community band concert coming up this friday so and uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun because we had our practice this week so the next one's wednesday
0: there you go. If anybody wants to go uh, see David play some music, go ahead and go to the uh, concert. Heck yeah. Maybe David will, uh, we'll put that information in a post or something like that. But um, yeah, that was pretty much it. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I know we kind of rambled on a little bit and uh, we'll go ahead and change that first segment there. We'll add some words. We'll change some stuff around that way. The guys don't complain about me anymore. But, uh,
1: no, it's really just so me and uh, John don't complain about it.
0: Yeah. I don't know that. Dom complains a lot, so there's really not much to fix that one. But let us know what you guys think it should be called, I guess. I guess crazy, insane, and on point is a little too similar. So if there's other words that you think would work better, let us know in the comments. But, again, thank you guys for listening. Uh, this was Let's Talk Sports pre- presented by Deep Dive Sports. And uh, we'll all catch you on the next one.
3: Thank you for listening to another Deep Dive Sports show.
4: Make sure to follow deep.dive.sports on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can listen to all of our shows wherever you get your podcasts. And
1: don't forget to follow our YouTube channel for more amazing content. Lastly, make sure you leave us a comment. We love hearing what you have to say.
4: And as always, until next time, Deep Dive Sports listeners.